Hey, this is Tex, and you're listening to Murder Metal Mayhem. Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666-mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal This is Pete Altieri with Murder Metal Mayhem, and I'm doing this interview with a fellow co-host of the podcast, the guy we turn to when we cover cases from Texas or our infamous prison stories. I'm talking to none other than Tex. He's a favorite of our listeners. Thanks for taking the time out to chat with me, Tex, about the one and only CK today. Hey, it's my honor, dude. Thanks for having me on. CK's real good dude. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I got to ask you, because I always do, what's the weather like over there in the great state of Texas? Oh, you know, uh, 65, 70, some, something like that. All right. Well, I don't feel so bad because it's <laughs> 60 here today. So I don't feel like, oh, you know, usually awesome. where I'm, you know, my teeth are chattering through the microphone because it's freaking cold here. So. <laughs> All right. Well, you have been a listener uh, to the podcast since we started doing it. Um, and what sort of impact does CK have as a listener now? You're talking, you know, you're listening to the show when we rolled it out. He wasn't on the first three episodes, but then he was. Mm-hmm. But what, what do you think about, you know, CK's impact on the show? Man, he was the the metal segment there. Yeah. Like y'all say, he's the great metal motherfucker. For sure. For sure. He was the subject matter expert. um, Always uh, knew what to say. Yeah. uh, To honor the bands and stuff, so. Yeah, his wife was talking about the the amount of research, you know. I mean, he knew a lot about bands, but man, he just... uh, he put the work in, and he just knew it. I mean, he worked off virtually no notes, which blows my mind, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, she was talking about him not working off any notes. I, I don't know how you can do that with dates and, and right. albums and songs, right. band members coming in and out. I, I just don't see how he did that. Me either, because I'm using notes when I'm doing an interview, let alone reciting <laughs> band, like you said, album titles, release dates, record labels who was on the album Mm -hmm. guests i mean wow just a wealth of information so that's that's cool of course he started out doing vinyl only was what we thought his uh his you know expertise would be in and then that just morphed into well why don't we do a feature band you know like yeah that's a cool idea you know and just kind of grew from there but as a listener what do you think makes uh, the Murder Metal Mayhem podcast stand out from the others? Because there's a lot of them out there. Well, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts um, and a lot of comedy podcasts, too. Um, you know, you guys have all, you run the gamut of everything. You you uh, cover all the murder stuff. You have prison episodes with me on there. Right. Um, you know, you have a, a great metal following up there in the the great North Tundra and, uh, you know, and then the mayhem segment is just pure D 
hell and confusion <laughs> mayhem, you know. So Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's cool. All three segments. Well, thanks, man. I know that uh, we started doing it. We didn't really set out to do a po- a comedy podcast. It is funny that we hit the top 200 Apple po- comedy podcast because it's a true crime you heavy did. metal Congratulations, show. Congratulations, man. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, we just, me and Chris, when we decided to start this thing, we both have a dark sense of humor. So I knew that would be a part of it, but not to the degree that it has. And then you know, adding CK, you know, added a different sense of humor. And then Joey, of course, is just over the fucking top. And <laughs> and we have you on and you've got your own. So everybody kind of contributes in their own way, I think, to make it a an interesting show. And the fact that it's weekly, boy, the work uh, that goes into putting those episodes together, uh, there's a lot of moving parts there. And everybody's all to credit there, not just me by any stretch, right. but... Just a lot of reading, uh, watching documentaries, which is stuff we all like to do anyway. But when you know you got an episode coming up on a particular topic, especially one you don't know much about, uh, definitely time to sit down and, you know, school, you know, get schooled and figure it out. And then I got to figure out how do I want to present it, especially a big case with lots of stuff. You know, I don't want to get mired in the detail. And I don't want to just do the salacious stuff. So you got to kind of find that sweet blend of just enough background to make a listener want to keep listening to it. And like, you know, uh, that interview I did recently with Mick where he said that, uh, you know, all the experts and the PhDs and all those, they have their place, certainly. And they add a lot to those documentaries. But he gets sometimes the listeners just want to hear man, that was fucked, you know? And I just, that was so funny. <laughs> the way he said it with his accent, it just cracked me up. And uh, yeah, he sent me a message after that came out and he said he thought he sounded like Steve Irwin. He said he couldn't believe he didn't say crikey on the, uh, <laughs> during the interview, but he was great. And as you know, Tex, it's weird hearing yourself recorded, you know, yes, it, it, yeah, it really is. <laughs> I'm sure you went through the same thing. I know CK hated to hear his voice. So did he really? He did. He at first just thought he sounded. He, he just never really fully embraced that he fit in with the show until later. Um, in the early days, he was very self-conscious and thought he sounded weird. And I'm like, no, man, everybody. Oh, wow. Everybody thinks wow. that Michael Shawback, you know, still hates hearing his voice on there. And he's got a very unique kind of loud voice. And uh, he just thinks he right. sounds totally different than how he hears himself, which is which is the case with most people. Huh. Now, talking about the, uh, the comedy um, part of this, I mean... You, of course, are in the murder segment typically when we have you on. Right. So you're doing a, a little bit more of the serious. But we do kind of, you know, um, you know, blend in the, the humor in with it, too. But what is it like now since you've been a part of uh, Murder Metal Mayhem? I mean, how, how have you been enjoying being involved with it? You know, I, I've enjoyed it a lot. Uh, when we did the, what was it, the Murder in the Bayou Yeah, that uh, was episode. great. That was a good we one. We started started the whole commercial thing, and I got into it that first time with uh, Robert Benoit. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, <laughs> were then, you on uh, any of those? With, I couldn't remember if you and CK ever did the same commercial. Man, no, we didn't. But uh, 
I know we were we were fixing to get into the the whole weepy voice killer and oh yeah Robert Benoit uh, kind of squabble. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. never came to fruition. But I man, know. I, I wish we could have done that. I know. I do too. When he started getting sicker, and I knew he was going to be limited, I I had thought, was there any way I could get him to just read a couple of bits? I could piece them in and work and. It just didn't work out, but I like you wished wished we would have done that because we had talked about doing that. But you know, being a part of it with you know CK involved, and since even though you guys weren't in the same segments together, I think it mm-hmm. was just uh, you know cool to bring you bring you in and and uh, you know multiple people. We've had different guests on, but of course you've been the the one that I would consider part of the cast, not just a guest. So. Oh, thank you. Of course. Awesome. Now those fake commercials were hilarious, and how how did those go? This last round you did with uh, with Mrs. Tex there, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I recorded mine, and then I showed her the list of your uh, your parts that you kind of suggested she did. And right. She picked out a couple, and uh, I was like, "Well, what's going to be your inspiration?" And she was like, "Well, I don't I don't know. Where's what about this Unruh guy?" And I was like, right. "Well, Pete said he is from New Jersey." And we got to watching some stuff on New Jersey and everything. Oh, that and, was uh, fucking great. And I was like, well, what about Janine from Ghostbusters? <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, bam, that's it. And, and that's how it went. She how did Janine. she think they turned out? Oh, she laughed her ass off, man. Awesome. She was, awesome. Yeah, she thought they were awesome. That's really Thanks. cool. Thanks for including her. That was that oh, was cool. of course, yeah. The next round, we'll definitely do more. Always looking for new voices and stuff. Um, and you know, getting CK in on those here as we roll out this tribute to CK, we'll definitely play some of the the ones he did. He did a weepy voice commercial too. I remember that one, and uh, yeah. So definitely going to play that. And and yeah, it was funny. Like you had the the uh robert benoit character and uh <laughs> and you wanted to do the uh, the old creole match with uh with the uh, weepy voice killer which would have been great so we'll definitely have to dig those out because joey's been talking about uh talking about that uh to bring back some of the the matches because we're going to get uh, michael shaw back being joe ball because uh, he oh, did yeah. that joe ball commercial <laughs> And, uh, and so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be funny. I think we even thought about sick ripper too. Cause Joey's been doing that, uh, oh, yeah. the high voice sick ripper thing. So that <laughs> might be really funny, but, uh, you know, we record you doing the podcast the same way we did with CK and you want to run through how, uh, how we do that when, you know, we're talking now on messenger, but you're recording yourself. So how does that, how does that go down for our listeners that might wonder how we do these remote yeah i uh i bought myself a yeti mic and some headphones and that all came in a set amazon yahoo yeah right uh yeah and then you suggested i download audacity right so i got playing with that and uh what we do we're on facebook messenger talking and uh that's how we connect right and i just hit record on audacity um record the whole session when we're over i just hit stop and uh export it to an mp3 and dropbox it dropbox it yeah yeah it works out really well you know i all these years i've listened to the last podcast on the left 
and they have a guy remote. And I've always been amazed at how good he sounds because with CK in the beginning, all we did was I recorded him on Messenger, which, like you know, sometimes the connection isn't that great, you know, so it was very iffy, you know. So then I, I heard them talking one day about how he had all these pillows in his closet and he had a microphone and stuff and something about him recording himself and i'm like that's how they do it so then that's when i told ck i'm like dude we got to do this a different way so i got him the yeti but as you mentioned that's a mic that is usb so it's nice and easy plug it right into your computer and boom Uh, my son even used it with his uh, cell phone he's doing a a gaming podcast now he just started it oh cool and he used my yeti with an adapter going right in his phone so i mean anybody out there listening wants to do this on the cheap it's not very expensive to record yourself in a in a good way the yeti microphones are really good they're inexpensive and yeah you know you don't need the interface like i do with my mics because in the studio it's all traditional you know, cables with the XLR ends and they got to go into something more than a computer. So, so it's a little more an added step, but with the Yetis and the other USB mics, it's, it's pretty cool. Now, what kind of prep do you do? I know we talked about marveling at CK and how he was able to do it with virtually (laughs) no notes, but uh, what do you do when you're getting ready for a murder metal mayhem podcast? Man, I have to use notes, man. I, oh, I, I know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I YouTube the hell out of some, uh, right. you know, the topic. Yeah. Uh, I don't do much reading, you know. Uh-huh. That's just not me, but... Uh, oh, there's a yeah, ton I, on YouTube. I do oh, most yeah. of it that way, for sure. Yeah, and I use Google a lot and just kind of research stuff. And I write down notes. Um, if I need to do something technical, I look up policies, procedures. Right, right. Anything like that, but... That's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, how, that's what I do. That's cool. I know the Dr. Death one was the last one you were on. That one is just crushing it with listens. We're at like 1,300 already on oh, that yeah. one. So that one's doing better than most episodes. So, yeah, people really dig on that uh, on that case. It was, uh, you know, just come off the, the docu-series. So I think a lot of people familiar with dr death from that and the podcast they did too so yeah but uh anything else you want to add tex while we got you anything about ck or anything about being on the the show in general anything you want to say to our listeners i really miss uh hearing ck on the metal segment man but yeah you guys are doing real well passing the horns around thanks you know yeah. Yeah, we figured um, that was the only way to do it, you know, is like yeah. do we bring in another person, you know, just for metal and then it would have felt like we were replacing CK, which mm-hmm. we didn't want to do and so right. yeah, we pass the horns around each week and try to, you know, cuz we have varied tastes, so we're not all doing the same yeah. kind of bands, you know. Yeah, I like Chris's segment uh what was it a couple of weeks ago, Ugly Kid Joe? Yeah. That's what's up, man. We had a few listeners today that they were they dug that one, and then we had one that we just read over the last episode made a comment about Joey doing body count, you know. So that's cool. Oh yeah, I mean, body. That's, yes. That's oh, yeah. you know that's cool to have those different perspectives. So I'm glad that you look at it that way. I know we've had quite a few listeners when I asked for people to comment about CK, and they were saying that they were glad that 
we were able to keep the show going and they liked the way we, you know, replaced his segment with the different slant on it, but us doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, but you know, CK too, I mean, he, he wasn't just all metal all the time. Right. I mean, he, that Thin Lizzy episode. Right. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Yeah. He's done awesome. some, you know, more rock type, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bands versus just straight metal um which is very cool and we have had him on a few different uh, murder segments not a bunch but he right. did a handful of them there were some cases he's like oh dude you got to have me on that one and of course you know would it would have you know oblige him and then once he started getting more in the swing of it and finding his voice so to speak on the show then that's when he's like hey why don't you have me on for mayhem and keep me on you know so then we would keep him on through the whole thing through the outro and everything so uh you know there's only a few times when he wasn't feeling up to it that he he didn't do that but most nights i mean shit he was doing it from hospital beds as you know so he's just hardcore man he just did not want to miss it which you know that was that was just too awesome so yeah well very cool well again Thanks for uh, for chatting with me, Tex. Uh, I know your time, your personal time is important. You got a busy job, so I appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. You bet. Mother, mother, man.